guys welcome back to the podcast um so today is i think it's let's see actually because i don't remember what date is okay it's march 18th um i'm recording this from my desk in my bedroom and (laughs) for some reason on the last podcast i thought the audio is so much better and i still had the volume screwed up so i'm still getting the hang of using this mic and all the different settings on it so i mean we'll figure it out eventually (laughs) um but as you guys know as everybody knows the coronavirus is going on and i wasn't going to talk about it and i'm not going to talk about it that much i was just going to make like a really quick episode um just because um some people wanted me to talk about it when i put i put like a um a topic thingy on my instagram story for like submissions for like different topics that um people might have wanted to hear and in case you didn't see that i mean i suggest that you follow me on uh, on the podcast on instagram because then you'll understand what i'm talking about but it was essentially like um i was talking about how well what i talked about last week about how i just am gonna upload podcasts whenever i um make them and then I um they're not going to be on a set schedule pretty much and so when I did that I was also saying I want to actually talk about topics that I'm super passionate about because past topics I was I liked but I don't think I was passionate enough about them to where I got excited there were some topics I did get excited about um and I don't know more things Like, I just, I don't know, I guess I would, I I just know more about and I like telling people about these things, like spiritual warfare, um, new age stuff and how it's bad, um, uh, somebody suggested talking about those trendy crystals that people wear, like, on their necklaces and earrings and stuff like that, um and astrology and horoscopes and which i think is great and i will definitely talk about all these things and um and then harry potter because harry potter is some may or may not know it is not good and i suggest that you not watch it and not read those books because there is a lot of and i eventually i will get more into it but i'm going to educate myself a little bit more um there's a book that my mom has specifically on Harry Potter and the negativities about it and like the stuff that is genuinely like like spiritually wrong with it there like there's so many spiritual things like if you're a Christian and you truly um like believe that the devil is real like you shouldn't be watching that show you shouldn't be reading that book um but i mean i i don't want to say too much um right now at least um hang on i'm gonna light my holy candle because i love it when it's lit (laughs) hang on well anyways i realize that anytime i say hang on like you guys don't know um what i'm doing like if i pause it or not you don't know that and i say it every single time why do i do that i really i don't know i'm so used to anyways so i'm still going to work i'm not quarantined um unlike majority of the people 
in my area there are no not yet but there are some like some suspicions that there are cases here not in town in our like part of the state um which is separated by the Mackinac Bridge so there aren't any confirmed cases but there have been some that are there are suspicions that I mean it's here and I wouldn't be surprised I'm not afraid of it um and I try not to think about it a lot because I don't know it's just all over social media and it's kind of I'm not gonna lie it's like kind of annoying I don't I feel like everybody I don't know it is annoying and I'm I that's why I don't want to talk about it just because it's everywhere already and it's kind of like what more can we hear about this or why you know just these things um so I don't know I just wrote down a couple of things just random thoughts they're really it's um not much but I just thought I could ramble a little bit I guess about this um while my I'm home alone with my dog (laughs) um so I've recently been reading a lot about not a lot about I've been reading a lot of scripture and I've just been finding it so just I don't know I've I think it's, it definitely, not I think, it definitely is like a grace from God because I haven't always felt like this about reading scripture. Sometimes I would just, you know, I don't know, the Lord gave me a passion for right now. He can obviously take it away, um, or the grace, I mean, um, but right now he gave that to me, so I'm taking advantage of it, and hopefully I can persevere when maybe he decides to let back a little bit, um, but I've just been reading I'm just I'm I need to find my words you guys I talk to people all day long so at the end of the day I seriously can't form sentences it's weird I was like this at the end of the day at work today too I was struggling so much okay so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you a couple of different bible um I guess verses that I've been reading they might not necessarily have anything to do with the coronavirus this just stuff that I like. Um, let's see. It was, I have to find it because it was in Corinthians, two Corinth. Oh, I found it. Okay, let me flip. Okay, the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. So, um, this one's a more widely known. Well, we'll just read it. Okay, verse. Verses one or chapter one verses one through um eleven. Paul, an apostle of Christ, Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the church of God which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in the whole of mm, Achaia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in his comfort too. If we have, aff- if we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation 
And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of the affliction we experienced in Asia, for we were so utterly unbearably crushed that we despaired of life itself. Why, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from so deadly a peril, and he will deliver us on him. We have set our hope that he will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer, so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us in answer to many prayers. Okay, so I got that Bible verse when it was this Monday, actually. And I don't, if you just listen to it, it definitely has um, meaning for right now. It really, I was just, it was comforting. And, and knowing that these sufferings that we go through, Christ has already went through them and he's going through them with us. Um, and we are not alone. And when we hear this all the time, but when the body of Christ suffers, or yeah, when the body of Christ suffers, everybody, or when there's a, I'm going to just slow it down a little bit. When a part of the body of Christ is suffering, so does the other part of the body. You know, we're all connected um, to each other in a certain sense. And when somebody's hurting, we feel it in some sort of way. It's like, um, I forgot what person said this, but whenever we sin, our sin affects the entire human race. It does not just affect us. And that's a good thing to keep in mind during this Lent. Um, I definitely, my friend Kate uh, told me, and if I've, me and my mom have been talking about this even before, so this is just a confirmation, even before she told me this, she was like, I really believe that right now God is calling us to a deeper prayer and deeper relationship with him. It was something along the lines of that. And me and my mom and many other people, my siblings, my dad, um, people from my prayer meeting, we are all like, God is, he's having mercy on us and he's giving us an opportunity to turn back to him and put back our priorities in the right spots because where God was supposed to be, we, people had sports where their children were supposed to be. They had, um, I don't even know, like partying. I don't know. Like different things were not in their right order. And you can tell because society is so confused and it's, um, frantic for all these different things. And now they have to set their minds back to what is real and focus on God and focus on the family and their spouse. God is giving us an opportunity to return to him. And we need, we need to heed this opportunity. We need to turn our hearts back to him. We need to focus on prayer and worshiping and meditating on him and his word. He, this, me and my mom were saying this and I'm going to come out with an episode on this. Um, I will just give you the name or of what we were going to talk about. It's called the three days of darkness. Um, only read it if you think that you're mentally capable of reading it. 
Um, I'm not going to say much right now because I want my mom to be here when I talk about it. And when she, she's going to be the one who's talking about it because she's the one who knows more about it than I do. Because even I sometimes get like kind of anxious, even though it's not something to be anxious about. Um, it's just God having mercy on his people. Um, but there is something bigger coming and this is just uh, something to get us prepared. And we really, really need to take advantage of this time to turn our hearts back to Christ. This is, it, it, salvation is not a joke. And there are people dying and they want to go to hell. Why would you want to spend eternity in hell? Like, th- this, this is a reality. Like, people are wanting to go to hell. and Or they think they do. If they knew the reality of it, they would not want to go. If they knew the reality of, I mean, oh, it's just, I, I, cannot comprehend choosing to go to hell choosing hell over god but this is i mean it's happening and we act like oh it's not going to happen to me or i'm not going to go to hell but we really don't know that i don't know that um god's mercy is is so abundant but that doesn't mean that we can just go and pretend like we don't need him until something happens in our lives or until we have um, this epidemic or whatever, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Like, it, why did it take me so long to, um, like, realize that, oh, I should be going to mass as much as possible? Why did it take me this long? It should not have taken me this long. I'm totally, I'm disappointed in myself because you know what? My parish doesn't have mass now. After I made that podcast, my parish doesn't have mass. They stopped having masses. We still have adoration. Praise the Lord. But I have totally taken advantage of Jesus always being present and me always being able to receive him and not, and like making it a choice of like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I, 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 yeah. I just want you guys to understand that and really, really try to strive for sainthood. And and everybody should, that should already be in everyone's hearts, but it's so easy to lose our focus. And, um, and maybe like we try, but there's also like a tiny bit, we need to be like, you know, like a tiny bit is kind of over. I don't know what you would say, like, on the worldly side, but majority of us is on the godly side. Well, I don't know. You guys get what I'm saying pretty much. Um, I really, you know, I make a podcast and I have such a hard time forming sentences. I don't know. It, uh, I really, I don't understand it. But anyways, um, you get what I mean. We should be wholeheartedly striving for holiness. Yeah, we're going to fall we get back up, we go to confession, and then we start again. And actually, we start again even before we go to confession because we realize we made a mistake. We repent then, and then we um, correct what we did, and then we go to confession. So then we're already trying to correct what we maybe, whatever. Anyways, I'm, this is a rambling episode anyways. So I thought that was a great um, Bible verse. And then there was, I think there was another one that stuck out to me. Oh, yes. Um, Okay. This is also in Corinthians. So this is 2 Corinthians 
chapter 3, verses 12 through... Um, let me see. Verses 12 through 18. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not see the end of the fading splendor, but their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the old covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, Whenever Moses is read, a veil. Li- <laughs> Whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their minds. But when a man turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being changed into His likeness, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Oh my gosh, you guys! I am just like on fire the holy spirit he's just moving right now i i don't know like i seriously okay so i'm gonna read this again because this is totally the one true faith catholicism like listen to this just think of it as jesus jesus as eucharist just try and i don't know meditate on this maybe even open up your bible and read this yourself since we have such a hope we are very bold not like Moses who put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not see the end of the fading splendor, but their minds were hardened for to this day when they read the old covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. The veil of the temple was torn. The, the, I, Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Okay. So their hearts were hardened because they refused to, um, follow Christ. Um, and so, Sorry, my dog was moving. I was trying to see these. And so they have, it's almost like since we have such a hope, they don't have the hope that we have. We have Jesus Christ. He is our hope. The Eucharist is our hope. And and these people, their hearts are so hardened that they can't even see the real hope that is right in front of them. But their minds were hardened. Okay, so I read that. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their minds. But when a man turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. When a man turns to our Lord Jesus Christ, the veil is removed. When you put your trust and your hope and you believe in Jesus Christ truly present in the Eucharist, the veil is removed. And and now you have a hope that is everlasting. Now the Lord is is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom where the eucharist is there is freedom this the oh man okay and we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the lord us in church beholding the glory of the lord right in front of us as the priest elevates the eucharist and the chalice of the precious blood oh my gosh like you guys we do not understand the i mean the blessing that we have And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Any time that we are in the presence of the Lord in the Eucharist, 
we are changed no matter if we feel it or not our souls know who our creator is and our souls are changed our minds are transformed even a tiny bit and imagine how much more they would be changed if our hearts and minds were open to truly believe that jesus christ is truly present in the eucharist if we opened up our hearts and minds to his will for our lives and being open to his inspirations imagine imagine how much more how much more light would penetrate our souls if we just opened up the door the door like it's so we have this beacon of hope and we need to be shining it throughout this world it's so dark and hopeless everybody is like grasping for any little tiny bit of hope that they think they can find they think that these little pleasures are hope for them and then when they don't last they hop on to the next one it's like people with relationships they think that they're gonna find like true fulfillment out of any relationship that they have but ultimately the fulfillment comes from christ you're not going to be totally fulfilled from any relationship no matter what relationship it is unless it's with jesus christ you're not going to be fulfilled and obviously there is love for people uh, spouses yes of course but that you cannot depend on that spouse to make you happy only jesus can make you happy um and I think, I don't know, you could see it anyways, you see it in relationships, people hopping from one person to the next once they get bored. I mean, it's, it's, or I don't know, people fall head over heels for somebody, but once that, that, I guess, passion wears off, they're just like bored and they don't want to give any more effort into it. And that doesn't happen for everyone, of course, but it does seem to be going on a lot more or people just giving into their passions of, I don't know, alcoholism or taking drugs because they want to feel, I don't know, better than how they do in their normal life. And I mean, I depending on something, especially a materialistic thing to try and give you happiness or a drug to give you happiness, that's just, you're bound for, you're bound for uh, an unfulfilling life um and hang i'm yeah i just i anyways god gave us this opportunity to turn to him and we needed to to really 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 take this opportunity to grow in holiness because you know you never know if you'll get an opportunity like this again i think after this we need to keep our priorities in check um me included um but Along with that scripture verse where the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom. I wrote that down. Um, but one night, well, it was actually, it wasn't, I was working out. Um, and I was just like, Lord, please protect me and my family from getting this virus because I'm at work and I work in a health clinic. There's a dental clinic on one side and a health clinic on the other and there's sick people coming in. And I'm like, I'm not afraid of getting this virus, but I have people in my family who, um, one should not get sick and then another, if they get sick, it would be really bad. And I mean, so either way they shouldn't get sick. So I'm like, I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about for the people I love. Um, so I was just like, Lord, please protect me. And I don't know, you know, there's a spiral that you can go down where you're just worried and stressing and any little thing that feels like a symptom you're like oh my gosh do I have it um and not like it's like it really even if you have it it's like there's some some cases are like just like colds um 
so it's not like something to worry about too much but um definitely something to be aware of and be prudent about of course because we need to be looking out for our elders and all you know of course just being prudent a prudent christian person we should be doing this already looking out for if we're good christians we should be looking out for the elderly and doing things to help them and um being aware that our actions and what we do actually has con- they they affect other people i anyways so i don't know i was just like thinking and i was trying not to overthink it but for a second i was and for a little bit i was and i was just like oh my gosh i really just don't want to get this i don't want to worry about it but i don't want to get it and you know you're just thinking like you're sitting with your thoughts pretty much and then i heard the lord say like very quietly my soul do you believe that i can protect you and i was sitting there and i was like oh my gosh think like he totally called me out I, i was sitting there and i wrote it down right away because i was like i need to remember this because i was thinking about it and i was like do i believe that he can protect me and I do, I I really do believe that he can protect me and that he will protect me. But I was like, oh my gosh, why did he even have to ask me that? Like he, uh, I don't know. It's so hard being human sometimes. I love it so much because God created us and he loves us. And yes, but like there are these glimpses of like, love for the lord where you're like i just wish that i like didn't sin or didn't doubt in your goodness and your power and i do it so much and i can't stand it and i don't dwell on it a lot but i think it is a good thing to remember that we like we should be trusting in god a lot more we shouldn't doubt for a second that he does not want what's best for us and he's not i mean even if he, like, something happened where I got it and I died, like, he has given me so much already that I have nothing to complain about. And the only thing that I would be scared of is maybe not being able to go to confession before I die. But that would be it. Um, I don't know. You guys, I I can't stress it enough. This isn't something, like, um, it's... It's not something that's like, uh, I don't know how you say it. The three days of darkness, I'm not explaining it right now for sure. But I'm just saying it's been to- talked to by our Lord, by many different people all over the world. And not even just Catholics, Christians as well. So it's like he's warning different denominations and everything. He's looking out for all of his children. Um, because of course he loves all of us. Um, but just remember, pray your rosary. It's not really an option to pray a rosary as Catholics. It really isn't. It's not an option. And I'm going to keep saying that it is not an option. If you want your family and yourself to be protected, of course, our Lord is going to protect you, but you know, I shouldn't, I'm not going to correct myself. Like you need to be praying the rosary. And there's no shame in starting now or trying to and maybe um I don't know you just have a day where you forget I mean it happens but just get back up and try again and a thing that I didn't even think of I'm wrapping it up right now a thing that I didn't even think of that my priest told me I was in confession I was like I didn't finish all of my rosary and he was like oh well did you finish it the rest of it the next day I was like 
uh no I just said my like the one for that day I was like why did and then he's like oh well you should pray or you should finish what you started the next day I was like I didn't even why did that not even like that's such a simple solution even though you definitely did like slack off on praying your stuff your rosary for that day or whatever but um like that didn't that didn't even cross my mind to do that like for that being a possibility oh all right thank you guys for listening to me to listening to me ramble um I appreciate it my family is home now um I really hope that God blesses and protects you Saint Michael will protect you if you ask him to and so will Saint Joseph and Mother Mary we have these saints for a reason please use them and call upon them as well as our angels our angels are here to serve us and not and so many are just waiting for you to call for their protection and for their help so just remember that all right um may god bless you i don't say that but may god bless you all right bye